God, I hate being in like the presence of people. <laughs> I hate physically being with people while talking to them. That's Steve, stop reading your wedding vows live on the podcast. It was so much nicer when we talked to each other through the safety of my computer screen. Steve, I can't even facetiously be along with this bit. I'm so fucking happy to be back here in person recording a podcast. I want to do this for another hundred episodes. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Unequivocally, no. We're back, baby! <laughs> here at the well, end. That, that fucking spiked. But you know what? It's okay. Mike, in person, all your audio woes are forgiven. Oh, no. But don't test it. Plus, we can be, we can be, we definitely can, we can definitely be sure that you will have audio at the end of it. Yes, it's guaranteed because if you don't, that one's on you. Yep. Yep. Egg on my face. Uh, (laughs) Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, third, fourth, and fifth times, also shame on you. Fool me this time, fuck you. That's how the old saying goes. It does. You know how the other old saying goes, Steve? It goes, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm so happy to almost be done with this, Steve Trollinger. Steve, I can't tell if you're being earnest or not. In know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yes, this is episode 199. We have one more episode after this, but listeners, we kind of teased this before, um, but essentially this is like a two-part series finale because for these last two episodes, we aren't just picking two other artists to cover, two other songs to dissect. What we're doing- That would these... involve too much original work. Exactly, <laughs> and we're only here to look backwards from here on out. So that is why, as you can probably tell by the title, whatever I end up specifically titling this, we are instead for these last two episodes of the Song Topsy Report for- Look, for two almost 200 episodes, we have covered so many artists, so many songs, so many listener-submitted songs, so many days at the movies, so many cartoon cavalcades, so many songs of all different genres that we realized we have such a body of work, guys. Guys, we're mm. truly scholars of bad music at this point. Oh, we, we understand. We have studied hours and upon hours of music. I mean, we, we really, I mean, if you think what, at least at least 200 hours in, and that's not even considering what we may or may not have researched when we were supposed to. <laughs> but, oh, man, guys, oh, to, to, to think so many, so much time together. Mike has his hands on both of our shoulders, and it's so wonderful to have Your the human contact. Your hand is so moist. Don't know. <laughs> I, hate, I hate being in the physical presence of human beings again. Mike is licking Steve's face as we speak. It's... I don't know if the mics can pick it up. I don't. Mike can pick it up. Oh, God. Good Foley work. <laughs> yes, I can safely say I haven't devoted so much time to something I didn't care about since math class in college. Well, Steve, then you've got no one to blame but yourself because you showed up for all these episodes and we are so glad for your contributions and your continued contributions because what we are doing for these last two episodes is an... Jerking it off. Yep, yep. (laughs) Just just smacking it. (laughs) No, we're doing... We're still doing an additional service to you, the listeners, because that's all this podcast was about, servicing you, the listener. Uh, We are doing an elimination tournament to determine definitively what the worst singular song we have ever covered on this podcast is. And if we can push it to March, we can call it March Madness. Yes! Get 
your brackets ready, folks. Get look, get your gambling buddies together for this. Listen through and figure out where could these three go. How are we going to take it down? And what song will end up being the song top C? The song top, uh, what's the, what's the, what are we going to call it? The, 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 uh, the, the most dead song? The most, the, the uh, most top seed? Uh, uh, what do you, what do you, uh, when you win ba- basketball? What happens when you win basketball? What do you guess? <laughs> Steve has never played a sport in his life. So. I haven't. This whole concept is alien to me, except for the cult- via cultural osmosis. Also, a little bit of inside baseball here. I'm sitting here watching Nick adjust Mike's gain in real time. <laughs> Mike is screaming into the microphone. I'm so, so excited to have you guys here. <laughs> uh Yes, so listeners, what we're doing is through an elimination tournament bracket style tournament, we will be determining what the worst song we've ever covered is. And we are going to be doing this uh, as, I guess, democratically as possible. Yep, I've got my American Gladiator gear here, and I've got a a set for each of you. And I've got the rotating pole for us to try to knock each other off. Oh, Steve, you had that rotating pole in your apartment for a while. Uh, What we have are, we have individually each selected five to six songs. Mike and I picked five. Nick picked six because he's extra bitch. Yeah, you know what? That's the payment I get for editing all 200 goddamn episodes of this podcast. That's my treat to myself. Nick, extra bitch brigadier (laughs) is what we've always called him here at the Song Tops Report. Oh, no, but Nick, you do you put in you put in relentless hours of between between uh, finding audio that didn't exist um, when <laughs> making things work, um, editing things out that no one should ever hear, almost ending <laughs> friendships on several occasions. <laughs> but you know what? It's it, it, in the end, uh, we're all still here, and yeah, I think that's what are, it's all about. We really, we've made it through. Wow, can you believe how many years? Uh, oh, I don't over, want to think over, about over it. Over four years. <laughs> over four years for over I said years. don't think about it. <laughs> That's right, Steve. You were only 37 when you started this podcast. And now look at you. Now look at me. I've aged 25 years. Um, but as I was saying, so we have 16 songs. We have... we, we scoured through all of the episodes we had released, including all the listener submission episodes, which have three songs apiece. So we scoured through a lot of music, and we each individually picked the songs that we think are the worst. And I have them all written out here in a bowl. I don't know if you can hear that. I I, I wrote them all out. And uh, and, some ASMR for you. And I will say, I don't know if you guys had criteria for yours. I had a set of criteria for the ones I picked. First of all, no whole albums, even if the entirety of the album is bad, a la The Shags or Scientology, because if enough. it was albums, then The, shag, the Shags, oh, obviously. The sh- oh, the Shags. A, number one. Um, <laughs> uh, and it had to be a perfect synthesis of bad performer and bad song. Some Because there's some bad performers who write good songs, and there's some good performers who write bad songs, and those aren't the people that earn my enmity. Em- en- en- those aren't the people that earn my enmity. They have to either be like really crappy people who wrote really crappy songs, or they have to be like the purpose of the song, like make like reflects poorly on them, something to that effect. Okay. And um, all of these are completely my opinion. I am not objective. I cannot stress that enough. I am. This is not any objective like criteria. This is just like the people I picked insulted me with the song. (laughs) They wrote the song and performed the song in such a way that I felt personally slighted for having listened to it. Well, uh, I'm glad you went to that much work for Criteria. Mike, I don't know about you. I just kind of went with my gut. 
Yeah, I went. I went with my gut. There, the some of the songs I picked uh, were where I was just like. Uh, somewhere I was it was bad because there were just bad song, and then some was bad because I feel like had a would had a negative effect on uh, on humanity itself. Just that. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, then just good old fashioned offensive. You know, it's funny. I kind of like some of the songs I picked, but I still feel like they were the worst. The worst songs. Yeah. Um, we we know collectively the songs we all picked, and I'm curious to hear you discuss that when it comes up. So listeners, um, just to give you an overview of how this is going to work, right now we are going to randomly decide which two songs are going to go against each other in the first round of elimination. Um, and that will likely take us through this first episode. And then the second episode, we will get to the grand finale. Um, so we're going to pick who's going up against who. And then as we go to each song, we're going to play little clips of them to remind you, listeners, in case you missed an episode or it's been a while, because some of these episodes or uh, some of the songs we picked go way, way back from some of the first episodes we did. So, uh, And then we will be discussing, debating, dissecting. <laughs> and because there's three of us, we're going to vote. And whichever song gets the most votes as the the worst song based on whatever arbitrary criteria we decide will move on to the next round until, much like the Highlander, there will only be one most bad, most bizarre, and most noteworthy song that we covered on this podcast. And much God. like the Winter Olympics, one or both judges may have already been bribed. <laughs> uh, listeners, it was not me. So, guys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick one randomly. I'm going to hold it up. And then I'm going to have one of you guys pick the, uh, the next one. So, okay. So the first song uh, that will be challenged is Talkin' Baseball. Oh. <laughs> what? What's wrong with Talkin' Baseball? Uh, what isn't wrong with Talkin' Baseball? Talkin' yeah. Baseball by, um, oh, God, Cashman? Terry Cashman. Terry Cashman. I blotted his name out. And what is Talkin' Baseball going up against, Mike? Talkin' Baseball will be going up against Gucci Gang. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, they're basically the same song. Yeah. It'd be tough to differentiate them. All right, so I'm going to pair those two aside. Uh, and uh, Steve, if you want to pick the next one, but make sure you're not looking at it. Stupid Ho. Stupid Ho by Nicki Minaj, which was a listener-submitted episode. And I will pick the next song that is going up against Stupid Ho. That's some stiff competition already. I'm not going to lie. I don't envy... Uh, but it is Rattlesnake by King Gizzard and the Lizard oh. Wizard. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. Ah. If we're going up against droney, repetitive, annoying songs, it's actually pretty worthwhile. So, so yeah, Steve, if you could pair those two together... Okay. Oh, this are, is good. So, uh, so, for, so, listeners, at this point, if you haven't started drawing up your brackets, it'd be a good time to do so, so you can uh, figure out exactly how you're going to bet on this one here. Because uh, uh, our third matchup starts with Christmas shoes. Ooh. I think uh, if oh, I had my druthers, this would go all is, the way to the end. How is this? How is this on this list? I, I am offended. I will this not is, relitigate uh, this with you, Mike. <laughs> Actually, that's the whole premise of this. Is, am, am I picking? Is, yes, Steve. Okay, pick, pick what Christmas shoes is going Christmas against. Pick shoes. what we'll lose against Christmas shoes. Oh, strut by Steven Seagal. Oh, oh. I wish Steven Seagal. Oh, nothing like us with a faux Jamaican accent and says, "Me want to puna." Steven Seagal, man. All right, uh, Mike, this is you, me doing a do Steven Seagal impression. Oh, is it me? Wait. Yeah, it are actually t- it's your, I'll draw yeah. it. All right. So you're starting the next, next matchup. Next one up is Amputator by Six Feet Under. Ooh, so that was a good gross, old that death was, metal. That was a gross one, I feel like, right? Yeah, a little bit. Steve <laughs> couldn't Steve asked me to find a time code in the song because he couldn't re-listen to the three and a half minutes to find it himself. I was eating a cookie as I was listening to it, and I couldn't finish the cookie. I That's threw ironic it out. because they say that uh, Chris Barnes sounds like Cookie Monster. 
But Mike, what is Amputator going up well, against? Well, Amputator is going up against Freaks with three X's. That one was just all oh, bad. Oh, by Broken Side. Or the yes, two X's. I don't know. Three a, X's. There's three of them, right? Yeah, no. This, oh, Broken Side. These Ooh, guys we, hurt your ears. If, you're not, if your ear canal's not bleeding by the end of it, did you even listen to Broken Side? That's... It's uh yeah am I, it's, it's it's am I supposed to have a second pair by now or I'm, we're just kind of doing it oh, randomly okay, I, I mean, as long as you keep them keep them connected totally made up totally ma- have rules that we are not making up as <laughs> yes, we go absolutely son don't go near <laughs> the Indians ah yes yes guys can I just say what a wonderful smorgasbord of music we have That's we have yeah. Gucci Gang circa what 2017 we got son don't go near the Indians from like. 1950-something, and uh, I love how the further back and forward you go, the more equally problematic they are in different ways. <laughs> really do. Uh, Sun Don't Go Near the Indies is going up against Black Metal East Craig <laughs> by Nargoth. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a fun one. Oh, God. You know, Asan, <laughs> even if it's in a different language, you, you know what he's saying by the end of it. I mean, <laughs> Nobody is your sister. <laughs> Sorry. Getting ahead of myself. Yeah, Mike, pick another one. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next matchup will be between... Hate Beak. <gasps> Hate, Hate Beak. The, the <laughs> death metal band fronted by a uh, African gray parrot as a vocalist. You know, I loved seeing more species getting involved with music, Nick, but I really think they dropped the ball on that one. I can't wait to really listen to that one again. Oh, who's, that cacaz. Who's going to be... A cacophony. Uh, who's who's going to be as bad, if not worse, than an actual living bird attempting to sing? Why that's baby? It's cold outside. <laughs> specifically, specifically the uh, we're calling it the woke remix. Uh, oh, it's more what's more offensive than the original. The original wasn't even offensive, if you ask me, Nick. And we're not because we don't want to get in trouble again. It's by Lydia Liza, uh, but we'll get into the lyrics and how they are different from the original one. So that is the next one. All right. Uh, ooh, we're get we're getting down to the last few. Uh, so next we have. Uh, this could have been any song from this album, but Mike, I believe you chose this. This is Marijuana by McGruff the Crime Dog from his cassette yeah. aimed for children to try to convince them not to do drugs. I'm telling you, McGruff's responsible for a lot of people behind bars nowadays, Nick. Yes. <laughs> that's what you say you love, Mike. No, that's cracking cocaine. Oh, right. Cracking cocaine. And what is McGruff the Crime Dog? What McGruff is he going up the Crime Dog will be up against How to Cook a Turkey. Oh boy, that was a good one. From taking <laughs> Wait, a bite you out of crime, both of those. From taking a I, bite out of crime to taking a bite out of turkey. No, and no, Mike no. picked McGruff. I picked McGruff. Oh, I thought you picked the turkey one. Oh, Nick picked the turkey yeah. one. Oh, but I I picked the turkey one back in Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, that's when right. I did the episode. I was yeah. really I was really <laughs> hoping to sit here and watch Mike argue with himself. <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. All right, uh, All right, I believe this is the last two. Last two. I'll just do both then. Sure. Because I'm selfish. <laughs> You got two picks. He gets picked twice. That's <laughs> all right, Steve. What are all the last right. two? Our last two are surrounded by silence. Ooh, that. <laughs> oh, those guys. Sur- yes, by silence. The sky. I don't know. I don't know if you can hear me. Like whip the bangs out of my eyes while I'm saying surrounded by silence. <laughs> Steve, I can't imagine you with bangs. My brain yeah. can't process Steve, it. Steve, just pull no, it out. No, I don't want to be selfish. Go ahead. Well, great, because it's the last one. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. <laughs> By Jake Paul. By Jake. Oh, God. Okay, wait. So I 
I did do both of these. Yes. yes. So I have to argue with myself. Yeah. Well, you, yes, Steve. You. We will help you decide which one is worse. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he hates it, and I love that. <laughs> I, I, I hate that notion. All right. So, um, listeners, we now scraps of paper all around us. I suggest we start with one end and just kind of go through each one of the pairings. Steve, do you want to start on your end or my end? Uh, we'll start on your end. I like going last because it makes me feel like a big man. All right. <laughs> so, uh, listeners, like I said, we'll play some clips of these as we're going through them to just kind of refresh your memory. But the first two going up against each other are uh, Freaks by Broken Side and Amputator by Six Feet Under. Oh, boy. Now, uh, Six Feet Under, death metal band, uh, the, fronted by Chris Barnes, who was one of the founding members of Cannibal Corpse. But if you want a reminder of the what Amputator oh, sounded wait, wait, wait. like, here's a little bit of Amputator. <laughs> oh, what a bop. Yep, oh. Amputator. That's what, you know, Tater Salad, they call <laughs> yes. them. Ron White presents Amputator. Amputator. Uh, so, listeners, that is episode 148, if you want to re-listen to our full dissection of that. But that is going up against Freaks by Broken Side. And this song, I, I remember when we covered this, I believe, Mike, it was you and I. Yes, uh, yes. Yes, I did not. This song. I, I don't remember any this of This song, it. you really only need to listen to the first, like, 15 seconds of to get a flavor of what you're in for. Uh, Freaks, by the way, listeners, that was from episode 54, if you want to really listen to that. But guys, I want to say right now, Freaks is the worst song. The hands yeah, down, ha- hands so down. fucking easy. <laughs> okay, that's all right. not that's not to compliment that's, Six Feet Under. That's, that's just that's like you. Uh, do you know what the definition of debate discussion is? There are certain comp- pairings here, Steve, that I, I my guys, mind is clear. Guys, on. hands down, the thing that I picked is definitely bad. We need to speak of this no more. Moving on. Well, Steve, uh, all right, hold on. now, guys, now I want to hear your arguments. So, because I gotta tell you, they're both they're both real bad. I know I'm leaning now. I actually added Broken Side to my workout album just because the screaming got bits about it. It made me think someone was behind me running to catch me, so I ran even faster. Just booking it even faster. And that little me, 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 me from the amputator. It's, look, I will give, I will give, uh, freaks this because again I wasn't here for that episode and I probably didn't listen to it because I wasn't on. Um, <laughs> the truth comes Don't out. Don't blame you on that. Um, so I just at least from that from that small sample I will give you this. It is a combination of terrible things. It's not just one terrible thing. It's the terrible death growling that I hate that I don't consider music or singing because the things you like are stupid and terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh huh. And the and and then on top of that, it's so it's like it's actually like to use stuff we already have. It's sort of like somebody took amputator and like folded it over its everyday bro, because it's like both jo- like jockey and like shitty. 
a little date rapey, if I believe Mike, if I remember correctly, from us really diving into the lyrics. Oh uh, yeah, they, I, they, I forgot was, about that. Yeah, it was really scuzzy. But I, I, my favorite detail from the episode I remembered, and I rewrote it down here. Uh, Broken Side was truly like a, the pinnacle of like Vans Warped Tour kind of bad bands. Uh, they would open for Millionaires to yeah. cut back even further. Let's get from like episode eight, Jesus. <laughs> but Broken Side recently. Did you like, did you ever contact them, Mike? Did you? You know, I never reached out like I should have. Hey, listen, Millionaires, if you're out there, one maybe one day they'll come beyond whatever we're doing. Yes. And Let's- <laughs> listeners, don't worry. We'll be plugging that like hell over the next two episodes. <laughs> uh, but Broken Side in 2017, 2018, when they were no longer relevant, tried to kickstart, tried to use Kickstarter to fund a new album. I don't know if you remember this detail. They, they want to raise $30,000 to do it. Uh, and by the time the Kickstarter ended, they raised 1400 from 35 backers. Oh. They couldn't find 36 people who wanted to hear more of their music. Oh, God. I'm going to go give $100 to this person who needs to replace the family car, because uh, otherwise I will feel like I'm going to hell if I give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> problematic, Potentially problematic statement that definitely reveals my bias. Um, oh, it's, six, that, it's time for that aspect, uh, that, that look, uh, segment I, of the show. I, I've huh? been keeping it together for 199 episodes. I'll let it out now. Uh Six Feet Under is a bad death metal band, but I would argue a bad death metal band is better than a bad Vans Warped Tour level kind of band. Crunk Core, I Disconcur believe. <laughs> is a word I just made up. Here's the thing. Broken Side is, is bad, but it's firing on all cylinders. Like, they are bad, but at the peak of their power is bad. Amputate I- Six Feet Under, Nick... From your very words, from your the, from your own stupid lips, from the episode, I forgot when we're in person. I become much more antagonistic towards you. <laughs> yeah, whatever vague, polite veneer you had when we're looking at each other through a screen immediately falls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens. It's a trigger. But the like from the words from your own lips, you told us, Mike and I, neophytes that we are. You told us that these that this guy was like broken like his voice is gone he wasn't as he once was he was at the nadir of his power and so like i would argue that a shitty song with gross disgusting lyrics that make me physically ill sung quote-unquote sung by someone who's not even good at not singing anymore is worse than a shitty song by people who were at least at the pinnacle of their power Mike, you might need to be the tiebreaker on this. I stand with yeah. Freaks being the worst song. I'm I, I'm gonna tell you this ain't this ain't easy. And especially I remember now now you're saying that the, there was some uh some some weird parts of their lyrics, but the amputator, I if I if I had to sit down and listen to both these songs, I feel like I could make it to the end of Freaks before I'm just like, I, I gotta turn it off. So I'm I'm saying Amputator is a worse song than Freaks. All right, I've got to respect the decision of the majority. But uh, the, fr- the freaks is out of the competition, and amputator is going to move on to the next round. It also it also doesn't help that. Like when we first did that episode, Nick threw on a lyric video for us to watch, and the lyric video was also disgusting. It was like a, a flayed head with like skin falling off Steve, it. That's the album artwork. It was just like, and it was, but it was like 
<laughs> the, like the screen was like shaking and it was basically like zooming in and out of this disgusting picture over and over again. And I just felt physically ill. Anyone goes back and listen to it. I did not have a good time at the end of that. Like I put up a brave face the first two thirds of the episode. I came up with some funny bits. I did some banter. I talked back and forth. And then by the end, I was just sick to my stomach. And then it and got dark. <laughs> I just got dark and I wanted it to go on. Well, Steve, you, you have won this round. Your song choice made it through. Yes, that $50 uh, was worth it. And I feel like we're going <laughs> to... Fifty dollars I gave Mike before Mike, we recorded. Mike, I can't even be mad. Fifty bucks. No, you know I what? Mean, if, he really brings. If it means this much to Steve, you know what? Let him have it. Uh, now the next two songs uh, that we have, I feel like is going to be in a similar position because it is Gucci Gang by Lil Pump versus Talking Baseball by Terry Cash. Oh. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <clears throat> now you know uh, what I like about Talking Baseball, Nick. You can hear words. Uh, so once again, to refresh listeners on this. Now listeners. I will be transparent. Talking Baseball was a song I suggested, but I have some context to play uh, after you hear a little snippet of the song. Whoa, 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 whoa. This was not... Oh, I like that. No, this was I, I not like context. No, this evidence was not presented to this both attorneys. This is a real attorneys. court, Steve. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, here's a little bit of Talking Baseball. Talking Baseball. Klazuski, Campanella. Talking Baseball. The man and Bobby Fella. The scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. What a piece of shit. All right, <laughs> moving on. And then this is going up against uh, Gucci Gang. Ooh. None of this shit be new to me. Nope. Fuck them all, teach called tutoring. Yeah. Bought some red bars called Celegies. Huh? Fuck your airline, fuck your company. Fuck it. Bitch, your breath smell like some cigarettes. Cigarette. I'd rather fuck a bitch from the project. Yeah. They kick me out of plane off perk set. <laughs> now, Lil Pong flying private jet. Yeah. Everybody scream for West Jet. Fuck em. Lil Pong still stuck that meth. Yeah. Hunting on wrist, sipping on tape. <laughs> fuck a little bitch, make a pussy wet. Gucci gang, Gucci, hey gang, Gucci <laughs> gang, Gucci gang, Gucci, <laughs> Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Just tells it like it is, listeners. Uh, now, the context I want to provide about talking baseball is that song crept up on me as a bad song. It seemed fairly benign when Steve introduced it uh, during episode. Uh, episode 142 was when we did Talking Baseball. Uh, it seemed pretty benign when Steve brought it up and we were talking about it, but it was the sum effect of the fact that this guy just rewrote, not even rewrote, did the same song over and over again and hawked it onto different bands. I don't know if you noticed, Steve, when we were playing it, Talking Baseball is the only song I've ever seen ever that has the little R next to it because the song is trademarked because it's such a fucking sellout of a song. It's a product, Steve. It's a sellout product that he hawked onto every baseball team. And I think that the principle of that is so much grosser than just a bad SoundCloud rapper. It's not just a bad SoundCloud... Look, bad SoundCloud rapper Rapper, that's a word. Rapper? Bad SoundCloud rapper is not the sum total of the awfulness of Little Pump. Sorry, Little Pump. Or Little Pimp. Or Little Pimp, Big Maga Steppin. <laughs> big Maga Steppin. Got about Big Maga Steppin, didn't you? Yes, he, he was one of few repeat offenders we had. I, like, you can, all right, all right yeah, it's, look, talking baseball, it's not like a toe tapper. You're not going to listen to it for fun unless you're a big baseball fan. Though it did inspire, I think, one of the greatest parody songs ever made by human hands. But Let's you know, call him Stephen Trollinger. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, like, the sheer... Look, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what he's up to now, but, like, I remember we were talking about Lil Pump for Gucci Gang, just, like, video after video of him shooting guns at cars. Gonna! 
shooting right, gun. A- there goes Mike's audio yeah, again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shooting <laughs> guns out. <laughs> shooting guns out of cars without caring caring about like other people on the road. Yelling esket it, esket it, esket it, esket it, esket it. As Nick repeated that one audio clip over and over again to irritate me. And I would argue Terry Cashman is more dangerous to society. Yeah. I uh, a, a a child who routinely promoted bad drug use to ch- to the children who listened to his song who could only write when he was on quaaludes for some reason which obviously makes sense based on the music that we've heard who in the lyrics we just heard talked about like talked about tutory remember tutory talking about statutory talking yes. about how yeah, and he was 17 statutory you know he's oh, talk- that's the match by one here <laughs> he's talk he's talking tutory he's talking about like mary Taylor turno shit and how cool that is for him and just talking about baseball his lean, his lean and all the shit that he's yeah, buying you know- and then just like going on airplanes and fucking everyone shit up on a public airplane until he gets thrown off because he's just a stupid child. But but he's insanely rich. Yes, but because because Steve, and this is why my choice will be talking baseball as the worst song, is because guess what? He did it. And he got everyone listening to it. He got a whole Gucci gang of folks. People uh, love listening to it. He got huge on Snapchat. Um, what did talking baseball do? It, it all all the baseball fans, sure. And then he kept just making it over and over again. And did he say Gucci Gain over and over again? Sure, but he got a shitload of money from it. I should have known better to try to convince a different stupid child to join me <laughs> in lambasting a separate stupid Steve, child. Steve, your bribe was only good for one song. Uh, I, I just, so- I, like that song, I actually, just as an aside, I, I, asked, I, asked, my, I asked the missus uh, when I was putting the list together, I said, do you think I should choose, because I think I was going to go with either Gucci Gang or High Bitch. And uh, I asked, do you think I, did I, which did I hate more? Did I hate Gucci Gang or did I, because You did been, not like High Bitch, it I had, remember. It had been so long since I'd done, since I list, listened to the My episodes. Like, did I hate, and she said, I don't know. I don't remember you ever talking about High Bitch ever again. I remember you on several occasions going off <laughs> apropos of nothing about how much you hated Gucci Gang. Steve, come back how, to bed. I can't. It's a- and how bad, how angry the, the success. How, Gucci! I'm how angry the, su- angry the success of Lil Pump would get you just for no reason. Like at family dinners, I just, I, I, you just won't but, stop. So, Christmas time, someone got a Gucci purse and Steve almost killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, your protestations are in vain, correct? Because Mike, you are voting for Talking Baseball as the worst song? I, I am, I am. I don't know if uh, you guys have uh, swayed each other either other way, but I am picking Talking Baseball. I am as well. I'm obviously not going to pick talking baseball. Well, yeah. I, I'm surprised. <laughs> Gucci Gang, I thought, might make it a few more rounds, but eliminated by the sheer shittiness of talking baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Rigged, fixed, <laughs> fake. Hey, um, okay, umpire. All right, so uh, that is talking baseball. Moving on to the next round. Thumper and Mel Parnell. And I, I was the only one winning down in Washington. Maybe at a funeral. Baseball. You know, considering how you want to end the whole show, I'm very surprised. <laughs> well, that's, it's got to make it a few rounds, right? All right, Mike, we're moving on to the ones you picked. So what is the next pair up? Uh, our next pair will be McGruff, the crime dog's marijuana. 
And that is going up against the one and that would be going against how to cook a turkey. (laughs) McGruff the Crime Dog, so bad, it's the only one of these we couldn't find on Spotify. (laughs) That's it. What a bop. And yeah, we still, I don't think we found out who actually wrote any of these songs. Or did we find, right before the episode, did we find. Right before the, I saw there was someone in the comments section. They didn't write the lyrics, but they said they wrote the music. And uh, Mike Hawes said, now this is a claim in a comment section, but um, it got 162 likes and 39 replies. Might be real. No one can possibly lie in those. Mike Hawes said, I wrote and recorded the music for all these McGruff songs. I didn't like the lyrics. Not my best stuff, I admit. <laughs> now, let me tell you my problem with the marijuana song. Yes. It's wait, wait. A- we have to do the other song, don't Oh, we? yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Look, oh. I know you're upset, Mike. I know I'm, you're I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm okay. upset. Yeah, because we, we really need to talk about this other song because Mike just kind of very, in a low-key manner, like... We did an episode on the worst Thanksgiving songs. I'm like, okay, these are like, what's the worst Mike could find? This was the worst Mike could find. If you're roasting your turkey, it's 13 minutes of cooking time for each pound of turkey. But if you stuff it, and you should stuff it, you should make it 15 minutes of cooking time. Preheat to 450, and then the song is only a minute long. I can't listen to another fucking second, <laughs> guys. This is Nick's, this Nick is, is physically like I can see the pain in his face right now. <laughs> Listeners, this is the only one that I think could be 100% objective. Say what you will about maybe the fact that McGruff the crime dog was contributing negatively to the war on drugs, which incarcerated many people, especially disproportionately of color, and led to families and entire social communities being destroyed. However, I dare you to prove that, Nick. <laughs> However, <laughs> that took him a second. What a roll. However, objectively, every song on the McGruff the Crime Dog album, including Marijuana that we just listened to, is a bop. The songwriting is fantastic. Boy, you know what I'm not going to miss doing this show anymore? Hearing Nick use the word bop. <laughs> oh, I will continue everything. that. It is a... Every song is a bop. I don't know what it's sort of... It's every bop, bro. What's that? I don't know what sort of troll-esque behavior led to Fresh Kitchen Beats, but this is not music. Obviously, How to Cook a Turkey is the worst song. God. Well, you know, Nick, you know you know what I hate that Nick just did? He took the argument right out of my mouth where it was, look. Just like a drumstick. <laughs> like, like, ah, Thanksgiving ah, drumstick ripped but, from my arm. Uh, but I'm going to reemphasize here that marijuana contributed to the war on drugs. That's why it's the worst song. That we are still dealing with that today. There are people behind bars today for marijuana sales when it's a capitalistic opportunity right now. And it is wrong and it's terrible. And as much as it might be a bop and you listen and you laugh, at the end of the day, when this song came out, it was encouraging kids to turn in their friends for smoking weed or... Users are losers, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. And if, if we remember from the Amputator episode... That guy uh, went into a long-winded explanation he of how uh, cannabis weed. is. Our bodies <laughs> are naturally designed to symbiotically utilize cannabinoids. Yes, cannabinoids. Uh, 
Everyone knows it. It's science. He said it. He, he actually said the phrase, it's science. It's really <laughs> too bad we didn't have six feet under going against McGruff the crime dog. No, that would have been... <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say, Mike, I, as much as I, as much as the truth of your words it strikes me as a lifelong narc, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not as big a deal to me because, you know, I make, I used to make that, that scratch, narking on drug users. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, Steve. Steve's going to get shot after this episode. Um, a, uh, and and it also, it has the benefit of being an actual song, uh, the, the Gruff McCrime talk one. Uh, and it makes me feel like I'm in a shitty version of the musical fame, So, which is always Hell a plus for yeah. me. Uh, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to go with How to Cook a Turkey is... is Objectively, and with that, there, there, gruff is out. Uh, there is a, you know, the there is a little bit nice bit is that I remember I did choose this one to be a bad song uh, back in that Thanksgiving. So there, there is a win here. But you me. also, <laughs> you also didn't, you also didn't sway me by not positing the obvious fact that McGruff the Crying Dog is attempting to dismantle the deep state. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's which is help McGruff take a bite out of the deep state. Oh. Uh, Remember, kids, <laughs> fluoride makes your teeth detectable by spy satellite. So yeah. don't drink water. Uh, for more context on what the hell Steve's talking about, uh, re-listen to episode 133 where we discuss McGruff the Crime Dog and that uh, the song that has now made it to the next round, uh, How to Cook a Turkey, we covered that on episode 151. One of the more recent ones, actually. So check that out if you hate yourself. All right, And if Mike. you're listening to this show, you probably do. <laughs> Mike, who are the next two combatants? Ooh, the next two combatants we have are Christmas Shoes. Great song. <laughs> Another one, Nick. Nick chose this. Nick also, God, Nick hates this song. And Strut by Steven Seagal. Ooh, what what anachronistic <laughs> competitors. Uh, let's discuss the worst song first. Oh, wow. I'm going to skip to the little end. Listen to any more. <laughs> Episode 26, wow. one of our first Christmas episodes. The oh, fucking... Okay, I'm going to be fair. Listen to the now. other one. We're going to listen to the other one. Wow, Nick, I can't believe you hate that song. I'm filled with warmth right now. I'm so happy. I was, I was just now vibing like one of those people you see in an incidental cutaway of footage from one of those mega churches during the Sunday service. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was just like that hand word. over their hand over their heart, hand oh. above their head, eyes closed, just just God, feeling the spirit man, move them. I can I can feel that warmth, warmth Steve that right now. warmth you're feeling is the piss of a sadomasochistic Judeo-Christian God who would kill a child's mother in order to teach some asshole a lesson. Uh, and then the other song is Strut by fucking Steven Seagal. Me 
Yes, that is Steven Seagal, who's not Jamaican, uh, in case I need to remind anyone. What uh, a patois, though, huh? Oh, it is quite a patois. Yes. And he doesn't do any other... Uh, so, was, was the album... Yeah, Songs from the Crystal Cave. No other album... No other song on this album he does that voice in. Uh, he just uh, he just he just decides to do it in this one song. This was look. I picked this for a reason. I chose this uh, this strip by Steven Seagal because look, some people some people will find what he's doing offensive, and also it's just plain old bad. See, <laughs> Steven Seagal ain't no singer. Now up against Newson, those guys sound great. Those guys are sending positive Christmas messages. Those guys are encouraging donations. I will Where not relitigate is... <laughs> that, how that Christmas shoes does not have anything positive about you, it. You have to relitigate it. That's the point of the whole thing we're doing. Here is what I will say. And by the way, Steven Seagal was um, listener Leros. This was a listener submitted one. So congratulations. Thank you. You, you, you submitted a really shitty song. What I will say, though, what I will say is. I can hate listen to Strut so much more easily than Christmas Shoes. Strut is a bad song, but it's like a fu- it's a it's a train wreck of a song that I could very easily like play at a party. But you have to go bad. This is- Christmas Shoes. I will not play in any circumstance. I will leave whatever <laughs> mall is playing it Storm around out. December. <laughs> I said good day. I will take my business elsewhere. Thank you, Crossgates. I will go to Colony Center. It's a deep cut for upstate New Yorkers. Ooh, hey, Albany folks. Oh, man. <laughs> that might be the last time you guys make an upstate New York reference. I don't understand. It's very well made, oh, Steve. God, I really liked it. That well was a made. good one. <laughs> no, once again, uh, Christmas Shoes is either about a child who is lying to take money from a guy or... It's not about that, and it is about... By the way, I'm drinking wine, in case you hear that. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> it may or may not be contributing to Nick, you to should my... be ashamed of yourself. Steve <laughs> <laughs> just swings back his big old Mike, glass. Mike only has one size wine glass, and it's Snifter. <laughs> so. It is either about a child lying, or it is about, an, once again, a, a, a Judeo-Christian God who chose to give a... Poor child's mother cancer to teach a guy a lesson because the clip I played was specific. <laughs> it's where the guy realizes, I know that God had sent that little boy to remind me what Christmas is all about. So that was God's master plan to kill a woman so that this grumpy pants, probably yuppie piece of shit feels a little bit better about Christmas. That's, but Nick, that's what you're missing. See, that's the point you're missing. And that's why it's a great song is because it really plays towards the regular narcissism of people. We expect everything happening around us to affect us That's in some way. That's the title of your TED Talk? <laughs> the regular narcissism of people? The regular narcissism of people. God, That's why people love this song, because everyone relates to the guy in the store. Oh, my God. This is a sign. This is something. I got to do something about this. And he does. <laughs> he, he lays the money down. That's, and it sounds like this that encourage people to be better in society. By playing to maybe... By being cloyingly manipulative in the most saccharine base level. You, I won't hear of it. You know what's funny? Steven Seagal with a Jamaican patois. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Unlike everyone else that we're going... Every one of these that we're going to do tonight. When Nick when Nick says, I will not relitigate this, if I recall correctly, the actual episode we did for Christmas Shoes was this format. <laughs> It was Nick and Mike trying to convince me <laughs> of the side, what side to fall on. And if I remember correctly, I believe I came down on Mike's side on it. 
but now, <laughs> Steve, Steve, it's now, and now on top of that, Nick, Steven Seagal is being culturally in a, culturally offensive. So in addition to that, I now have that also. So while I agree with all of your points, and it's not a song I would want to listen to either, I'm gonna say based on I'd have to based on my previous assessment and adding the fact that Steven Seagal is culturally appropriating in front of my very eyes. I'm gonna have to go with Strut by Steven Seagal. Oh, I want I want yeah. I want to make an apology to every listener. <laughs> I fought the good fight. I did what I could. I know you all know the truth that Christmas shoes should be oh, in the finalists. Nick, Nick I want you to I want you to know. It's it was I'm not joking when I say this. That was an insanely difficult decision for me to make. <laughs> oh, because that you, helps a little. You're bit. not wrong and every point you made was right. It's just Based on my, it's just me want to poon on. It's just ba- based on my previous assessment. I've already, I can't go back on my word. I've already assessed this in a similar format during the episode itself, and then on top of that, Steven Seagal is offending me. I suppose yes. Christmas shoes has lost if, to. If it was, if it was up against anything else, I most likely would have. I most likely would have gone I, with you. you. Know, and I hate that. Well, you, not, take your fucking victory. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you, you were feeling the power of the Holy Spirit pump through you just then, and you still have the. And now you're feeling feel- Steven Seagal pump through you. When the girls start to strut, you could look at them, but you shouldn't do that. The girl dress is just a pity, not just there to cover her kitty. Oh, uh, I forgot about that part. I, I, I increase my support for Mike's choice. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> fine, but Mike. I want—I just—I really want you, Nick. I honestly, I really want you to know how hard that was <laughs> to make that decision. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't easy for him. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you have the next uh, one? Or I do. We... I have one more uh, lineup here. We got Hate Beak. Hate Vers- Beak, the death metal band fronted by a parrot, versus oh, Baby It's Cold Outside by Lydia Liza, the woke version. I'm going to tell you, I brought Hate Beak in, but this is going to be a tough choice. I got to say, too, we brought in a lot of death metal. I think death metal might be the most hated genre we've ever discussed on the show. <laughs> Two out of three hosts agree. Death okay. metal is terrible. It is yeah, that. and five out of six dentists prefer Colgate. Whatever. <laughs> uh, hate Beak, I, uh, I don't know if I have much of a problem with this. So this is a little bit of Hate Beak. This is uh, Seven Perches. Say what you will, better vocalist than Six Feet Under. <laughs> nah, I, 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 it, I will say that. I will concur. That. Got some good, better guttural vocals. Uh, and that is going up against... Okay, now... I thought before, you were going to play Talking Baseball again. <laughs> <laughs> he had the cursor. Baseball. He stopped with the cursor over Talking Baseball. I was like, Nick, we get it. Okay. I feel like before we play this version of Baby It's Cold Outside, uh, we did a kind of like B-side-ish episode where... Uh, Baby It's Cold Outside was kind of in the culture, cultural zeitgeist because it was uh, being pulled from radio stations because it was deemed problematic in today's culture. However, we discussed we we, we, we discussed it. We uh, brought up... I, I, I did some, actually, when I was re-listening to the episode, I did some uh, fact-checking and research on scholarly articles. Uh, I was pretty fucking proud of myself. Uh, wow. But, <laughs> but essentially... Mew, 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 mew. 
Sorry. Call, 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 call. <laughs> Great hate beat cover. Uh, once I'm, I'm grossly oversimplifying this, but uh, the idea was in contemporary culture, uh, people saw that the duet of Baby It's Cold Outside is about... Some people, Nick. <laughs> yes. Some people deemed that the song is problematic in that it is a woman saying she wants to leave this guy's house and he keeps coming up with excuses to keep her there. She even says at one point the answer is no. And he keeps saying, Baby It's Cold Outside and like trying to keep her there. The idea being she doesn't want to... She wants to get out and he keeps keeping her there. However... Um, I forgot the name of the uh, woman who wrote the article, but she was talking about how uh, post-World War II, when the song was written, the song was written in the late 40s, um, cultural norms were shifting dramatically. And the idea of... a the, the, her, her argument and the argument of a lot of other people is that these are actually two people who want to spend the night together, but they're unmarried and that would be frowned upon. And so she keeps kind of trying to explain like what people will think of her and if she stayed there and he keeps trying to actually give her an out by saying baby it's cold outside you got you got to stay here you gotta stay it's cold stay warm with me i think that's oh god and she actually wants that are is the argument in this context but she keeps she offers the protestations of what other people will think based on the cultural norms at the time um and so in that way the song is actually a light Kind of flirtatious song between two people. So, depending on what side of the spe- uh, what side of that argument you fall what upon, side of the spectrum. Yes, what side of that argument <laughs> you fall upon. Let's make this a more difficult conversation. <laughs> but I think we reached the conclusion that this was people. At least I'll I'll just speak for myself. It was people seeing the song only through a very specific current lens where if you look at the lyrics literally, yes, it's problematic. But if you actually take the effort to look at the historical context. I don't think that it is. And I'll, and I'll tell you something, Nick. I'll tell you, guarantee, I can guarantee you something. Yeah, maybe it's split about how people feel about the original Baby It's Cold Outside, but I bet 95% of people <laughs> fucking hate what we're about to play from the woke version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Yes, this was the uh, Baby It's Cold Outside by Lydia Lisa and Josiah Wait, Lemansky. Aren't, aren't, Mike, aren't you supporting... Don't aren't you saying that hate beak is worse? Shh, we're gonna we're gonna play this. We'll we'll put our votes okay. when we put our votes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like. I really can't stay. Baby, I'm fine with that. I've got to go away. Baby, I'm cool with that. This evening has been, been hoping you get home so very nice. I'm glad you had a real good time. My will start to worry. Call her so she knows that you're coming. And father will be pacing the floor. Better get your car up. So really, I better scurry. Yeah, no rush. Should I use the front or back door? Which one are you pulling towards? Okay, uh, I feel you know what we had a lot of fun dissecting this song. No, and we, we didn't get the part where he, she says, "I ought to say no, no, no." And he goes, "You reserve your right to say no." <laughs> oh God! You know what I remember saying? No, and, and the argument will range. She wants him to make a move, and he's just like, "All right, go ahead, get on out of here. I'll keep playing video games." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The song by him, uh, by 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 the man in the song, it, changing the context where he's like, "Okay, you're cool to go." It then just becomes a someone overstaying their welcome when he wants her to leave. The agency is yours alone. Oh my god! And then w- say, "What's in that drink?" Pomegranate Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> I 
hate I hate everything about it. Hate Beak is so much better. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. I I I recommended Hate Beak. I think Hate Beak's a terrible song. All right, it's a fucking bird squawking. Seven Perches. It's they a- have a whole album. Each song is very different and nuanced. Mike, how dare you just consign all of Hate Beak nah, to one? Nah, you know what the problem with Hate Beak was. All right, their politics. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, you got a fucking parrot, and you don't have him say any words. And I complained about this before. I'll complain about it again. If not you got a parrot, every parrot can do that. Oh well, then why not? Maybe <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> evolution. I'm don't get me started. Don't get me started on evolution. I don't, I don't know why you. I don't know why you're a South Park South Park character, Mike. You just are. Don't get me started on evolution. You're a Canadian South Park character, apparently. I'm. I'm going to tell you this. I had a problem with Hate Beak, but it doesn't make me angry to listen to. I, 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 Steve, you're gonna have an easy vote here because I'm telling you what, baby, it's called outside the woke version is a horrible song, and it and it was made, it was made out of a place that tried to destroy a classic, and it failed. It fucked that song. It's our <laughs> first three way tie. Oh my god, blow it! <laughs> if only because. If only hate because. If only because a bird's cacaw is the only death growl that I find enjoyable to listen to. <laughs> you know what? Hate Beak's his favorite death metal. That is my, my the only death metal that I like is is the is when birds do it. I don't like any human being singing death metal songs. Wow. All right, so that is a 3-0 vote for a woke Baby It's Cold Outside by uh, Lydia Liza. Baby, it's so, woke outside. It's, <laughs> oh, don't let me out there. Baby, it's woke in here. <laughs> All right, let's recap. So before we get to the last few that Steve has, uh, so far we have got Amputator by Six Feet Under, moving on to, I believe, the quarterfinals it will be, along with Talkin' Baseball by Terry Cashman. And then, Mike, what do you have? And we have How to Cook a Turkey by uh, Sweet Kitchen Beats. What was it? What kind of Kitchen Beats? Uh, what the heck are they called? Fresh it? Kitchen oh, Beats. Oh, Fresh, excuse me. Fresh Kitchen Beats, Strut by Steven Seagal, and Baby It's Cold Outside by Lydia Liza. All right. Uh, Steve, who's the next pair up? Okay, so the next two are going to be interesting because it is going to be Mike arguing against himself and me arguing against myself. So for the first one, I'm actually going to go with Sun, Don't Go Near the Indians versus Black Metal is Krieg. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. So let's start with Don't Go Near the Indians by Rex Allen. By far the oldest song we have on here. Uh, Listeners, if you haven't listened to this episode, (laughs) it's, it's a fun one. It's from episode 69. It was our nice. nice. It was our Thanksgiving episode that year, if I remember correctly. Got a lot of Thanksgiving throwbacks, huh? Like, like there's the chorus of the song, and then there it's a story, and there's a twist ending, and we can't obviously play it all right now, but we'll at least start with the chorus. In case you're wondering, listeners, he's not talking about like in Mumbai or New Delhi. He is talking about Native Americans. Uh, Already a strike against it. I know, right? Now, I, I, I guess we'll get into it when we discuss. But then this is going up against. 
<laughs> black metal is Craig. The uh, surfing bird of black metal, it has been called. Uh, this, this was an uh, older episode. This was from episode 25. Uh, and Another black- one I wasn't present for. Yes. And this is, it's German for black metal is war. Uh, but don't worry, listeners, you won't get confused by the lyrics. Steve, I kind of want to just hear the whole song now. <laughs> you did just hear the whole I song. That song is five and a half minutes long. Extrapolate, and you've got the whole song. Oh, Steve, I feel like you needed a stress ball there for a second. <laughs> you had nothing to grab onto to deal with all that. This is a really good matchup because the songs are very like asymmetrical. They are bad in completely different completely ways. Completely different ways. So you know what? I'm going to give you guys the arguments for why I picked them. Um, I don't... You know, I'm happy. One of one of these are gonna make it to the next round, and they're both mine. So that's uh, true. I didn't consider yeah. that. I'll be happy when I do mine there next. There you thing. go. There you go. I'll win no matter what, <laughs> and that's the only thing that makes me feel good inside. <laughs> Steve. Oh. So um, so I chose black metal is Craig. Um, East Craig. East Craig. Um, obviously. Um, because it's, uh, I mean, it because sounds, black metal is Creed. <laughs> because black, it is indeed. This is what Nargroth. black metal sounds like, and as we all know, it sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> completely different, knowledge. completely different genre from death metal. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. <laughs> um, also, um, he says the uh, the whole song is him saying black metal is Craig mixed with a few fuck yous. Black metal uh, is Craig. How, how dare you? We discussed there are variations. It's it's like a oh. Meisner exercise in that he says he wants to convey that black metal East Craig in every different way. So he says black metal is Craig, but black metal East fucking Craig. This is Craig, or this, oh, is, this, Craig. this, this is Craig. This is yes, friend Craig. This is Craig. <laughs> this is Craig. So it's every it's every permutation of. Black metal being Craig. Uh, but now Sundo Go Near the Indians tells a whole story about a child, played by Rex Allen in the song, uh, going through how he falls in love with a Native American woman. And spoiler alert, listeners, but listen to episode 69. Pause right now and go listen to this if you don't want to have the story spoiled. Uh, he, this, this, this very Caucasian cowboy wants to marry a Native American woman. A squaw, I believe. Yes, a squaw. Thank you. Thank you. Squaw, squaw, let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, right. I forgot the whole part where he, where he got squad, squad. I forgot. Yes. He's a, the worst Pokemon in the world. <laughs> um, we can't talk about it anymore because I'm lost. But there is literally a spoken word section in the song in which Rex Allen's dad talks about how uh, he... Oh, God. Wait. Wait. What happened? Hang on. Chase so here's your what, cousin. No, no, I already listened to it. So this is what happens. Listen. He's, Chase your sister. His dad... Yeah, the sister. But his, his real son got scalped by the head chief of the Indian tribe. Yeah. So he stole the chief's son and raised him up as his own. And, and that's son, his... <laughs> Nova Lee is your no sister. sister. Yeah. And that's why I've always said, son, son don't, don't go near the Indians. <laughs> well, guys, son don't go near the Indians has a lot of offensive stereotypes. But black metal is Krieg. Black metal is Krieg. Uh, 
so a lot of these songs I chose based on a gut reaction, and my choice here I'm going to go based on a gut reaction. I had too much fucking fun dissecting Black Metal East Craig that I don't think I can vote for it to move on. Like it, any song that can bring that much joy. <laughs> just because even at, at oh, the God, end, you know, the big, Nick is smiling ear to ear right now. Just remembering us dissecting this. Now, just when Nargaroth <laughs> has, has his PowerPoint presentation and every slide is just black metal, he's Craig, and he keeps hitting the button. And he's got the corpse paint on. Now, oh. as the person who wasn't here for that episode, yes. I can say the opposite and that I hate it. <laughs> so I'm going to go with black metal East Krieg. I. I Sunday go near the Indians. They're both fun songs. I don't truly hate either of them, but Sunday go near the Indians is just so insane. I feel like it has to go on to the next round. God, you guys make this tough because I picked both of these. I know. Now it's not fun anymore, is it? Uh, um. Wow. Whoops. So now wait. Hold on. I have to. I have to respect the weird fictional rules I made for myself. Black metal is Krieg. Is black metal is Krieg, but son or but don't go near the Indians is very offensive. <laughs> I'm gonna change to don't go near the oh. Indians. That's too. Do do you have a preference? Just because I did that, I did the whole thing with Steven Seagal and and the and the uh uh. uh and, and Christmas shoes were like the, the really the like the linchpin for it was that Steven Skull offended me terribly, and I guess I just got to go with don't go near the uh, Indians. Let me be honest with you guys. These, you know, uh, at the beginning I said there were a couple of songs in here I didn't even hate that much, but I, I threw them on because I think they were bad. <laughs> but when I had so much fun dissecting them in the episode, goddamn, I love both of them. So the fact you, you know what, we'll just stick with what the what the verdict says. So the wait. So which one is it? Sun Dug Out Near the Indians will be moving on to the next Sun round. Sun Dug Near the Indians is moving on. Here we go. Did you want that or Black Metal East Creek? Black Metal East Creek. I want to remove it. <laughs> and yeah, Steve, just, just, just as a reminder, <laughs> this is the song that you <laughs> said was not as bad. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair. I was, I was, I was inspired by the glowing smiles on both of your faces. You duped them. <laughs> Look, Nargaroth brings me too much happiness. All right. I don't uh, think you would have made it through the episode, Steve. I wouldn't have. All right, we got to keep chugging along. Who's next? All right, so now we have me arguing with myself, which is not a thing that happens daily, um, with, uh, uh, who are they? Who does Surrounded by Silence? Surrounded by Design Silence. Design the skyline. By desi- oh, right. The shitty architecture. The architect origins. Surrounded by Silence by uh, uh, Design the Skyline. And It's Every Day, Bro! By Jake Paul. Michael, Michael, I said you and you you boys could do this music video in the backyard oh, as long yeah. as you kept it down. Yes, yes. I'm on the shitter. Uh, <laughs> yes, Design the Skyline. That was from their episode video. 18. That is a throwback. And that is going up against... Uh, that is going up against episode 119's... And I can't say the title without saying it like this. It's every day, bro. 
by Jake Paul and, of course, Team Tan. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. I said it's every day, bro. And no, it's Nick Crompton and my caller stay popping. Yes, I can rap and no, I'm not from Cotton. England is my city and if it weren't for Team Tan, then the U.S. would be shitty. I'll pass it to Chance because you know he's a litty. Two months ago. Oh, God. I just forgot he brought so many people on and they were all equally bad. Yes, I should point out. I'm I'm very much aware that that was whatever his name Tim Crumpet whatever stupid name they gave him because he was English. Um, I know that was him and not Jake Paul, but I distinctly recall that being a focal point of our discussion yes. of England ja- is my city. England is my city. Jake Paul not allowing us to give him the benefit of the doubt doing an interview <laughs> where he said, "Oh yeah, I thought England was a city. That's why I wrote that lyric." Yeah. And he, that, that was the thing. He wrote the lyrics for everyone to sing, right? Yeah, because he can't. He he wasn't. He wasn't about to let them write their own lyrics. He's fucking Jake Paul. Team Ten is his bitch. I, that's, I had big problems with Jake, and it oh, and it just you should you, He's, you, you saw the toxic friendships through the lyrics. It oh was, yeah, it yeah. Was, He's not partners with any of these people in that video like anymore. Like, that fell apart like immediately. No, it was entourage. But if nobody was likable. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard to do with uh, the cast of Entourage. And now he's, uh, from what I gather, an actually very good boxer. Well, that, wait, is that was that before? Is that bro- wait, is that his brother or is that him? Are they both? Are they both? Boxers? No, Jake. Jake Paul is Jake's definitely a-, a boxer. Was that before or after he decided to use a riot as an excuse to cr- commit grand larceny on a shopping mall? I think that was after. Oh, after. Okay. All right. Good. This is a, honestly, this is a tough one because I think. Surrounded by silence by Design the Skyline is worse music. Yeah, I think that's what we need to be discussing. However, in the grand scheme of things, I think it was pretty harmless. And I think Jake Paul has a much wider influence. And to be releasing shitty music, even if it's not quite as shitty, that was so much more listened to and reached such a wider audience maybe makes it worse. Also, I don't think any of the kids in designs, well, they're all like 30 now. Yeah, I don't think there are any of them are like terrible people, but Jake Paul has a real, ironically enough, punchable face. Yeah, here's here's the thing. So I, I had my criteria, I'll get to, oh, sorry, Mike. No, I, didn't go in, but I, feel like I, you, I feel like you got something to say My here. My criteria was it had to offend me. Both of these offended me. I will say that in going back and re-listening to both these episodes, I was a horribly mean person to those two teenage boys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I Not went, the rest of the band, but the two vocalists. I went back and listened to that episode, and I actually caught myself several times thinking, why am I so mad at these children? Like, they're <laughs> just... Like, we, we talk a lot on the show about... They're pursuing about, their dreams, and it makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, but like we talk a lot on the show about, like punching down versus punching up and how we try to do one over the other because one is fine and the other is, is cruel. And I'm listening to that episode going, like, I am punching. To, like, I'm not super successful, but I'm not... Exce- it's not like they're fucking Kanye. Like, I'm not punching. I'm punching maybe laterally. <laughs> like, I'm jabbing maybe, but I'm not punching up, that's for sure. And I just, like, my anger towards them seemed to come from this weird nothing. So, like, oh. now... Now that I've listened to that again, I felt I felt shame for how I treated them. So I was like, I'm sorry, scene kids. I didn't mean to get so like violently mad at you for no reason. Wait, to defend you though, Steve, from yourself. Let me tell you, that song's really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the I mean... part I picked is specifically designed for sonic weaponry. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick the very beginning, which I felt was the most jarring part of the entire song. Oh, peace, tranquility. 
I did. I did love that. Was one of my favorite bits. Re-listening the episode was was Mike's uh, 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 surrounded by or Mike's design the skyline going on a hike bit. Oh, yeah. Hiking through the woods, swinging on vines. But honestly, when you compare it to. You know, I hate Jake Paul, but the the surrounded by silence is unlistenable. I'm I'm picking surrounded by silence. Look, hey, you know I feel bad. Hey, you, you, I'm glad those kids are trying their best. It just wasn't good enough. <laughs> I I mean I'm not defending them either. I'm just saying it was unnatural how angry like how how hard I came at them. I'm gonna have to go with Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Surrounded by silence is awful, but Jake Paul's It's Every Day, Bro makes me feel gross inside. Oh, oh just like this happened to Mike, too. Oh, I don't know if I could choose between my equally ugly babies. Um, which one will I give away? Because uh, that's my criteria. My criteria is the song and the artist both have to offend me. Either, either, and, but going back and re-listening... The offense I took at those poor scene kids was wildly out of proportion for what was happening to me. Steve, that's why you get you're gonna get this opportunity. So I'm going with Jake Paul. It's every day, bro. All right. <laughs> Design the skyline is out. Give me that. Oh, that's scrap. nice. I like. You know what? This was the most uh, wholesome, just like choice making hey, of the night. You that- grew as a person over the course of this podcast. We'll see, because we're at the last. We're at the last one, and if I lose this one, I might just walk out. <laughs> okay, well, what are the last two? The last two we have, and this is going to be a hard discussion. We have Rattlesnake by what is what is King it? King Gizzard, Gizzard and the Lizard, Lizard Wizard. Wizard. Yep. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. <laughs> Dance to the music. Um, and we have Stupid Ho by oh. Nicki Minaj. Oh. Oh. All right. We need to have an honest discussion about this. Now, wait, but who, this oh, so, so now who chose so which So I chose Stupid Ho I and chose Nick Rattlesnake. chose Rattlesnake. Um, I will I will preface this by saying Rattlesnake did sneak up on me. Literally, it was not until... Like a rattlesnake. Very much so. I got so. snake bit. Uh, my hatred of the song grew in real time on the episode you, as we you, were recording it. Yeah, I remember you were actually trying to defend it for a little bit, and then as we kept you going, brought it, <laughs> and I was trying yeah. to defend it. By the end, I'm like, this, this, this microtonal <laughs> bullshit is just. And this is interesting because this is actually one of those rare episodes that I wasn't on, but I listened to. Oh, um, oh wow, so brave! And as I know, thank you. And as I was listening to it, all I could think of was like I wasn't hearing the song; I was hearing the Saturday morning cartoon version of the song, which was Battlesnake. Oh, and I just like that. <laughs> me listening to it on the train, I'm just going Battlesnake, Battlesnake. They fight evil. Like like I forget. We'll hear a little bit of yes, it, but, but like that's all I heard. You, you were in your own little world. There. I was. <laughs> he loved the song. <laughs> All right, and once again, listen, I'm going to skip to just a random section. I'm truly, this is random. I want to see if I can prove my point. Rattlesnake, rattlesnake, 
almost eight minutes long, and if I just keep skipping to different sections, it is. I feel it works less like a song and more like the background music of a video game. I like if you were playing like uh, the toe. What is it? Battle toads. Like you're playing battle toads. Like battle toads. Like if you're playing a game like that, that would be the background. And this it. is still. I checked Spotify and Apple Music. This is still their most popular song. Yeah, that's my 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 little nephew. My littlest nephew loves this song, and uh, he heard it. <laughs> I always requests it, and everyone in the car groans. Nick, they all feel your pain. They're like, "Hey, excuse, we're not gonna listen any minutes of that, are we?" I'm like, "Well, if we're playing Round Robin with the Sontopsy phone or with the Spotify, we got to." Uh, yeah, <laughs> those are the gotta rules. Be fair now, yeah. Nick. Break me off a piece of that stupid hoe, starting at forty seconds and going till infinity. Remember what she looked like, Nick. Remember the makeup. Remember Pennywise, the dancing clown. It was Nightmare Fuel. Yeah, so that was Stupid Ho by Nicki Minaj. Another listener submitted an episode. Listener Samantha Episode 101. Samantha! That was right after episode... Great work, Samantha. Right after episode 100, which was Baby, which I specifically didn't choose because... I think we have enough numerical evidence as to how bad that song is. Like, we didn't need to talk about it. Yes. Now, I, I'm not going to lie. Stupid Ho was almost one of my selections. I thought, I'd like, another song that I kind of avoided for the most part in the cultural zeitgeist. Look, they're both terrible songs. The only thing I will say in the defense of uh, Rattlesnake is Rattlesnake is more insidiously bad because I feel like ugh, Nicki Minaj is a trailblazer in so many ways, in the sense, am I taking something you want no, to say? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting to strike like a rattlesnake, like a snake bite. It's frust- <laughs> It's frustrating because I can respect Nicki Minaj's place as being a trailblazer in terms of, for the most part, like women of color have not been able to be rappers talking about like gross sexual, dirty pool, Nick, dirty pool. What? Now you're going to make me look racist <laughs> and sexist. Oh, yeah, set him up. <laughs> I'm saying I can respect the position she's in and that she was genuinely trailblazing in that, like, people, like, are we not jumping on her when there's tons of uh, male equivalents who've also written terrible, sexually aggressive songs? Yes, we, but we yes. pulled them down, too. But do you <laughs> recall our glowing trifecta review of wet-ass pussy? Fair. All wet ass, three of us were ass, fully on board with wet that ass WAP. Pussy, yes, yes. Wet ass pussy is not uh, is not here in the finalist list. That was a note, very, that was a noteworthy song. It's very right? noteworthy. <laughs> so I can respect Nicki Minaj to a certain degree just for the position that she's in. Stupid Ho is objectively an awful, awful song. It is so bad. Your your but that's the thing. Your comment. Rattlesnake is insidious. Okay, Rattlesnake is insidious. The corollary to that is Stupid Ho is a fucking sledgehammer to your face of bad. It is a perfect fusion of the performer was, the performer wrote it through vengeance. They wrote it as a diss track because 
of some stupid made-up beef between her and, I want to say, was Lil' Kim. And so right away, it's coming from a place of meanness. Like, she's writing it to purposefully be offensive and mean. She's writing it in a way that there's no, like, real music attached to it. Like, so it's not... So not only is it just a sequence of horrifying sounds, it is also her being mean. It comes from a place of meanness. And it has that bit I just, like... It's just... It's all of those things. It's mean. It's bad. It's offending both the person it's targeting and the person listening to it. And it just... It just, like, it makes you feel bad inside. It just, like, both that and the horror show, the whole fucking, like, mind-melting scene where she just, her face just freezes, and she's just, eh, for, like, I a forgot full how minute. many millions of views that video got within 40 And hours. it was successful. And, like, people, Wildly like, successful. millions of people watched it. It's, like, it's a, like I said, I, synthesis, a bad performer and bad song. Nicki Minaj might be good performer on most tracks. This track, she wrote from a place of anger and meanness, and it comes through in the music. I feel personally attacked every time I hear the song. Well, let me tell you guys, this this, ooh, this is tough. Now, first of all, I forgot about Stupid Ho. Oh, uh, that's the other thing. It's misspelled. Comes from a place of meanness, <laughs> is written poorly, and isn't even spelled right. Spelled she's, like a garden She's hoe. calling Lil' Kim a stupid gardening implement. <laughs> what, um... So I originally was was thinking of Rattlesnake until you know it was it was going to be a, one of my choices because I remembered how damaged Nick was by the end of the episode because it it, it Nick does, comes pre damaged by now now ladies hold, now hold on now hold on there Steve now I also remember now that you brought when you brought in Stupid Ho and playing that specific part where she's hitting her own off-tone, micro-tone for a very long time. Um, and I remember how damaged you were during that episode. And, and that was just and, one of three. Uh, and one of three. <laughs> we spent like 10 to 15 minutes on that as opposed to an hour. And we managed to find so many shades of awful because there's just nothing good about it. Now, if you were to have asked me this same question the first time I heard Rattlesnake, I... I would I would choose Rattlesnake to be the worst. However, I, I've listened to a lot of Rattlesnake. As I said, my nephew loves the song. Um, it has now become a song that uh, <laughs> it's it, it warms me up. Stupid Ho doesn't do that, so Stupid Ho is the worst song in my in my opinion. But Nick, don't I I I, I do not forget how damaged you were. Um, but you know that's why you chose it. But also, <laughs> Steve, I can't argue with your passion. Like, you have articulated your point so succinctly. And Stupid Ho was almost one of my selections. In fact, I, I did have it as a hypothetical. And Steve, you were like, no, that's mine. No, I have to talk about how much so, Stupid Ho makes me mad. So, you know what, Steve? I'm going to vote for Stupid Ho as well. Okay. Ooh. You know, I don't even care if it wins. I just really needed to get out of the gate. Because <laughs> I just, like, I couldn't be the only one who thought this. <laughs> All right. I will get rid of Get rid of Rattlesnake. That was a tough one. Dance to the music. All right. Wow. And with that, we have all of our selections that will be making it on to the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So uh, as a little recap, uh, and what a, what a wonderful cornucopia of different genres of bad music we have. Uh, all right. So listeners, the quarterfinalists are Amputator by Six Feet Under. Amputator. Amputator. Talking Baseball. Why, why play it when, we, when I could just do it? 
Amputator. Talking baseball. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro. Uh, strut. <laughs> no, Come on, Steve. Let's do it. Something about your kitty. I don't know. <laughs> Cover that kitty or whatever what she's saying. He's only saying. Co- cover up uh, your kitty. Oh, yeah, he wants the punani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the take on point. Uh, Baby, it's cold outside by Lydia Liza. Baby, it's cold outside. You should wear a shawl. How to cook a turkey. First, you take the turkey and you put it in the oven for 350 degrees. Sun, don't go near the Indians. Sun, don't go near the Indians. Please make us. And stupid hoe. Stupid hoe. You a stupid, stupid hoe. Stupid hoe, stupid hoe. You a stupid hoe. All right. And that is it for this episode, listeners. So what we're going to do is next round, we are going to redraw to determine who is competing against who. Um, because this is, it, it's a podcast, listeners. You can't actually see the brackets, so we're just going to do it how we want. Uh, <laughs> and then we will determine at, at in our final episode, episode two fucking hundred. Two hundred. Give or take. Yeah, it's like 211. It's not you, really, but go with us. Uh, Don't be we'll, fucking dicks about it, 200 audience. stupid hoe. That's, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, we'll determine what the worst song we have ever covered on this podcast is. Uh, wow. Monumental moment. True, truly. In the sad, sad little world of bad, bizarre, and otherwise noteworthy music, a monumental moment. And we will, I think, after we decide that, go into a few honorable mentions, because there's definitely some things that we, that you, as our longtime listeners, know we hated, but didn't bring up. I (laughs) I also have a list of songs that we never covered on an episode that I really wanted to discuss in some way, shape, or form. And we could still one day, like, if pull out like a random one from here or there. Uh, I, have few, I have a few of those as well. I also bought my, a few of my reflective favorite moments over the last 200 episodes. Yeah. So, so the yes. Five you could remember in the 30 seconds you took to look for them. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was, you know what, Steve? No, I think about them all the time. That's but listeners, uh, depending on when this episode comes out, we may be keeping you on your toes just a little bit on the grand finale because we will also be. Uh, sharing an episode of our newest project, which is now we can officially, officially say is titled The Freedom Guild. Freedom Guild! Yeah, we can't. Oh, well, I gotta, well, I gotta text Andy to change the music now. Oh, no! <laughs> our, Freedom Guild! Like, I need a Lee Greenwood. Can you give me a Lee Greenwood? <laughs> which is Proud our, to be in the Freedom Guild, <laughs> where at least that... No, which is I'm our long free. play. Yeah, you'd deep. be free in the Freedom Guild, right? That's what it's all about. That's... And I won't forget the orcs who died to bring that life to me. Uh, if you need context, listeners, that is because Steve is mentioning orcs because Freedom Guild is our long play D&D podcast, uh, which we are all participants in, uh, DM'd by the wonderful Rob. Rob Perry. Uh, yes. Rob Perry! Uh, he's not Prince. He has a last name. Um, yes, yeah, so... Admittedly, I had hoped we I had hoped to have more lead time for it as opposed to the the end of the second to last episode. But yes, um, most likely the next episode you're going to hear after this is not the finale, but is our sort of experiment with playing D and D and you know doing a real play, which is harder than you think it might be. Uh, <laughs> right, Mike? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, it's real tough. <laughs> uh, it'll be it'll be pr- pretty lengthy because it was we didn't quite know what we're doing format wise yet. So it'll be like, it'll be like a good sample of like three hours of three people who have never played D and D before figuring it out as they go along. At at the time of this recording listeners, we've done two additional episodes and they get pretty fucking good. If I may say so myself. 
Yeah, uh, some of us might be just living the same life we live here, but in an alternate reality of fantasy. Jumping through windows. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. So it's called you, role play, Mike. Yeah, I'm good at playing myself. <laughs> Not duck cover and role play. <laughs> Is that what those stains in the bathroom were? <laughs> Uh, so we will be keeping you on your toes a little bit uh, by by showing you that, but we hope you like it because uh, hopefully by the time you hear that, we will have the RSS feed for that new podcast up and we will show you where that is. So uh, we hope you stick around for some of our other upcoming projects. Uh, that is that is the most immediate one coming up, so we hope you, you check that out. But in the meantime, why not just check out Dapper Devil Productions where you can see all of what we're going to be up to. It's kind of like our central hub. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, if you're still on Facebook, honestly, we're not really, to be honest, uh, on Instagram. Uh, maybe we'll start a TikTok soon. Who knows? My girlfriend's trying to get me into that. Uh, and you can follow me personally on my Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier. And Mike, where can we find you? You can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.D-O-T. And on my Twitch, which is what? Twitch.tv backslash MrMikeRussell.com. Also MrMR.D-O-T. Where um, I play some video games, I have some folks on, gonna be uh, also doing a podcast with a buddy of mine, reviewing reviews, where we review reviews. I'm very excited yeah. to hear that. <laughs> what? You okay, Steve? Did I blow your ear out? I, I don't know what it is, just like at random moments throughout the whole episode, like the volume gets crazy loud in my headphones. I'm, it's just, I promise, everything sounds fine in my Well, ears. I don't know, because I can't hear anymore, because oh, no. I have to talk like Bob Ross in order to not blow out my eardrums. Good, we can talk over him and get our own votes through now. Yeah! And Steve, where can we find you? The hospital. You can, <laughs> you can find me. You can find me on Twitter, Happy Little Clouds. You can find me with Happy Little Clouds. Painting happy little clouds. Let's get some burnt umber in there. Let's get some sky blue. Oh, mix a little, mix a little magnum purple, which is a color I just made. <laughs> Paint some happy little clouds, and then after you've painted those happy, Jesus Christ, it's still going on. I put after, magnums on my purple. <laughs> and after that, you can find me on. Oh, jeez, thank God. After that, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at your man Trollo. My uh, personal website, stephentrollinger.com. Uh, just kidding. I was pretending to have it done this whole time for four years. I got you guys. It wasn't real the whole no, time. No, no, no. I was like, wait a second. Wait, really? Yeah, it's a made up thing the whole time. I didn't have a website this whole time. I've touched it several times. It's bitch. every day, bro. That was a Jake. That's the other thing I didn't talk about was Jake Paul's pranks, quote unquote, his ability to be a terrible, like not funny Jackass contestant. Episode Anywho. 119, listeners, if you yeah. want to go through that. I'll again. get a chance to talk about him some more next episode. You will. You um, made it to the next so, uh And on, uh, I have a YouTube page, at, you know, like YouTube, Stephen Tron- has, uh, slash Stephen Trollinger. Um, and uh, yes, those places on, of course, uh, the upcoming Freedom Guild feed, and as well as the last four episodes of Time Trip by uh, the Just Press Playhouse folks. And the last episode air came out this week, I think. So go listen to those. Do it, do it. Color me intrigued, Steve. Uh, and Color until- you Magnum Purple. <laughs> and until, <laughs> okay, Bob. <laughs> and until I guess a few weeks from now, uh, when we conclude the battle of the worst slash most bad, bizarre, noteworthy songs. Battle songs. 
Battle songs. No, Steve didn't songs. make it to the next round. <laughs> uh, until then, I'm Nick Breedier. I'm Mike Russell. And how the hell with it? Battle songs. <laughs> battle songs. Battle songs. And battle we songs. We will see you then. Take care. Battle songs. Battle snakes. Battle snakes. Battle snakes. They fight crime. Battle snakes. <laughs> That's your entire elevator pitch to the executives at like Deke. Deke. Isolating that audio. What do you want, Steve? Battle snakes. <laughs> Battle snakes. Battle snakes.